You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is awesome that you do so. And this show is going to be just a little bit different because we are going to play our interview with Judah Friedlander. Who was just amazing. Yes. He is fantastic. He's in town. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, December 6th, which is this Friday, and December 7th, which is Saturday, 7.30 and 10 o'clock shows. You can get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. We want to play that first, and then we've got our full regular show afterwards. But without further ado, here's Judah. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Yes, indeed. My favorite bumper. I know it is. Yes. You say that every, every time. <laughs> I know, because it, it continues to be my favorite until maybe <laughs> we have another favorite one oh, at some point. Oh, <laughs> hint, dropping hints already. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome welcome to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, we are live a little bit earlier than normal this morning because we are joined by the world champion, Judah Friedlander. Hello, sir. How are you? Hi. More wonderful now that you're here. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm enjoying the snow here in Portland today. Yeah. It's um, it really does shut the entire. Are you enjoying down. the panic and the chaos? And yeah. are people just talking about traffic everywhere you go? You know, I think it's cool. It fits with the holiday spirit, <laughs> and you know, you have a cool looking city here. Yeah, thanks. Uh, besides being a good city, it's a cool looking city because you got a little bit of like mountains and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And that that always makes a city just look. You know, there's an cool. inactive volcano in the middle of the city too. Really? Just yeah. right that just uh, Let's about fifty. It. I know, right? <laughs> Let's make things exciting. Fire it up. <laughs> you have a lazy volcano. <laughs> a lazy volcano in the middle of a lazy city. It's kind of like true. Portland. It's, it's a volcano. It's taking it easy. You know, yeah. what's the it's rush? True. If that was on the East Coast, it'd be yeah. spewing stuff out. You know? Yeah. No, he's, 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 he's working on a painting. It's very you know? laid back here. He's working on his crafts. Yeah, that's yeah. Just taking it easy. Yeah. Now, have you yeah. been to our, our magical city before? You know, not since I was a kid. Yeah, so it's great. It's great being back here. I've been wanting to come here for a while. So, like, kid, were you old here. enough to have memories of it, or? Yeah, I, I remember coming here. Yeah. yeah, and I remember that it was called Portland. <laughs> Those are both very good. Yeah, things. yeah, that's yeah, that's well, that's about all you need to know. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And that's you're back. I pretty much got the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> this is your city. I'm pretty sure. I like it here. It's a good town. People are friendly. It's very progressive. You got a lot of good food. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and the comedy scene is exploded here over it's the last couple burgeoning. of years. Yeah, you know, I did, yeah. a, I did a show last night at uh, Helium, and then uh, I actually got in a day or two early, and they have an open mic on Tuesday, and I stopped in there and did a guest set. And yeah, it's, it seems like it has a really healthy, uh, you know, comedy scene here. Oh, that's fantastic. Great. Yeah. Yeah, because you cool. still uh, do you do comedy uh, like multiple times a week, right? Yeah, every night. Every know. night. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, so even when you were doing Thirty Rock, were you still going out at night? Yeah, and doing stand up. So that was that was draining. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I would imagine. I mean, there were some episodes where you know some uh, you know we'd often film till eleven or midnight or one in the morning, so I, I couldn't do shows those nights. And and some weeks when I had a really like a you know a heavy amount of work to do on Thirty Rock, I wouldn't do stand up, but. I was pretty much still going out every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. So yeah, you, you prefer that so, over acting. Yeah, if you, you know. had to choose. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So 
So why stop? Yeah. yeah. If you found what you want, if you what yeah, you want to like do, it. might as well yeah. keep doing it. I like it. doing it. It's what? Cool. What is it? I mean, I know it's everything that you do, but I mean, what is it that you like the most about being on stage, like with that kind of audience? Versus well, it's acting? got an immediacy to immediate. Yeah. yeah. I can't. Is that? Yeah, that is immediacy. Immediacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's word. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not that. Smart. We just say things convincingly, <laughs> pretend like we know what we're talking yeah. about, and then you know, oh, okay. people just assume. But you know, when you do a TV show or a movie, you know, there's you know the script gets written. And then you, you find locations, you find actors, and then you film it, then you edit it, and then you screen it. So from the time <laughs> of the concept to it's actually done, it's uh, months, weeks, years, you know, and stand yeah. up yeah. it's less than a second. Yeah, you know, right away. <laughs> you know, so so uh, I like that. And I like live performance, you know. Uh, I, I just enjoy that. Mm-hmm. You know? So No, the immediacy, I could see why you'd like that. Yeah. Well, and I'm looking um, – so I knew I recognized you from something when I first started watching you on 30 Rock, and I didn't realize that you were in the Dave Matthews Band video. Oh, yeah. I was hugging people. You were so huggy. Yeah. I wanted to hug you. I remember watching that when yeah. I was uh, well, just a, a little bit younger. We can still hug if you need a hug. Really? If people want to hug. I kind of need a hug today. I will give you a hug. Okay. We don't have to do it right this second. Yeah. No, it's, it's your call. Okay. So were you, were, <laughs> were you approached? I'm here something? to hug if a hug is necessary. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't force hugs on people. <laughs> so is that something that they had approached you about, or were you... Friends? No, I had an aud- never met him before. Yeah. I had an audition, and uh, we're talking about the Dave Matthews band. Uh, yeah, every day, day. Video. Yeah, yeah, where I just walk around hugging people, and I got it. Yeah, that was, and then it was about three and a half days of just standing on the street uh, hugging people, <laughs> just hugging strangers. And, yeah, eighty percent was real, then about twenty percent was staged, and uh, yeah, oh, so that why they, those were actual people that you were hugging. Yeah, like just just random people, not actors. Yeah, eighty percent of them were. Wow. All right, yeah, because I okay. saw a super hot chick that you were hugging one time. I'm like, that's an actress. I'm like, that has to be. She might have been. Yeah, yeah. If that, she might have been part of the twenty percent. Yeah, could I be. Think so. Yeah, we did about two days in Virginia, where the band is based, and uh, day and a half in New York. Okay, cool. Yeah, that was fun. Three and a half days shoot for hugging. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a lot of hugging. A lot of hugging. (laughs) Well, since we Uh, found out, yeah, I know you want to ask about. Yeah, no, because one of your other one of your other projects that I'm assuming is still going on currently, because you guys just had the uh, the Halloween special that came out, the Monster Project. Oh yeah, I don't know if we're doing more of those or not. We don't know. Okay, we did three episodes, and I don't know if they're going to do more or not. Yeah. Well, it was awesome. Oh, you liked it? Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah, Yeah, there were some guys who I just did a I just did a little internet radio show for. For a couple of guys who are like, they spend their time like looking for like crypto, investigating. Yeah, they're cryptozoologists basically. Mm-hmm. So they they spend their time looking for Bigfoot and stuff like that. <laughs> so I got a couple of Facebook messages of, of people that were like pissed at me because they thought I was making fun of them too much. And and the, when we did the show, the idea was, you know. Basically, it's a show about different mythological, cryptozoological creatures. So we did the Chupacabra, we did the Jersey Devil, and this uh, uh, sort of like a Loch Ness Monster, uh, but in uh, Vermont, in uh, Lake Champlain. And uh, so they sent the camera crews out and interviewed all these people who actually, you know, spend their time trying to find these creatures, as well as other locals who may or may not believe in it, and then different medical or science people who don't believe in it and then i hosted it so we tried to make it like funny and like a little spooky but some of these guys were like they got so mad at me or they're just uh, too intense about it yeah well they they were just like they just felt i was just making fun of them the whole time and i was like i was like well you know what we were trying to do was uh 
like first of all, they're the, like the last people we would want to piss off, right? Because, you don't piss off the crazy. Yeah, yeah. well, no, but also it's just like you know, I just wanted to, the, the, my whole take on it was like, let's just have fun with this, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I never like putting people down, you mm-hmm. know. So I was like, let's have fun with this, and then and then the people who are really into it, those are the people you would want to like it the most, you know? yeah. yeah. So so I actually uh, I patched things up with a couple of those guys, so uh, things are cool. <laughs> Good. But, uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. think it came across like that at all. Okay, good. Yeah, good. No, yeah, it seemed like lighthearted. Know, so. I mean, you know, yeah. it's you know, some of that stuff's weird. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it is weird. Yeah. It, it is bizarre. It is and I do, and I Whether do you believe in it or not, yeah, it's still I do weird. love all that stuff. And I yeah. think there's definitely stuff that uh, some of those things. Uh, it is possible that they exist. I think some probably not. Judah and then Sasquatch exist or not exist? Uh, yeah, it does. I think maybe. You think maybe, but probably not. But I'd like to talk about something more important. Okay. Bigfoot. Okay. I thought it was the same thing. Sasqu- no. Do you see? Oh, goodness. This is where our educational system failed, failed us. <laughs> I talk about this in my karate book. Okay. Tell us about your karate book. Bigfoot is American. Sasquatch is Canadian. The Yeti is European. And the Bigfoot is the most dangerous of all these creatures. So that's why in my karate book, I teach you how to beat up a Bigfoot not a Sasquatch or a Yeti, because you can be the Bigfoot. Sasquatch is no problem. It's oh, Canadian, yeah. You know. Yeah, we're going to be polite anyway. It's just, you know, an apologize. He's talking about his book, How to Beat Up Anybody, yeah. which is available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you do buy the book, do not buy the digital book. Okay. Because the publishers didn't let me design that. It's missing about 80% of the book. Oh, oh really? Fuck so that. buy the... Uh, the real book. Yeah. There's a flip book in it, too. It comes pre-highlighted and underlined. <laughs> you know, I will be buying, I will be buying this book. You know, and that's not available on the uh, digital version. Okay. So you can buy it new on Amazon for, I think, about 14 bucks, or used for about, uh, I think, 85 cents. So it's a pretty good deal. <laughs> it's a no. pretty good deal. Well, you have copies uh, at your show at Helium? Yeah, I have a few copies. Nice. Yeah. Well, I have to ask. I really do enjoy your spectacles, your glasses. Oh, thank you. Are these you. sunglasses, and you popped out the lenses and no, then these made are, them glasses? these were given to me by the Princess of Puerto Rico. Really? Yeah. After I won the world championship. Of course. <laughs> such a nice she gave me glasses. <laughs> it was part Whatever. of the ceremony. Okay. And the hat, too? No, this was, uh, this says world champion. I assumed as much. Do you know what language it's in? Uh, you, let me guess. Here, yeah, Greg, go for it. You're more languagey. Ooh. Turkish? No, Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> also known as Galactic Standard or Arabesh. You see, in Star Wars, a lot of people that was my next guess. Which a lot of people really don't realize awkward, this in Star Wars. Um, all the the main characters, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, they're speaking Arabesh or Galactic Standard. Oh, uh, and it sounds just like American English or British English if you're from the uh, the Evil Empire. Uh, <laughs> Like uh, you know, uh, but uh, but when it's spelled out, it doesn't look like English letters. It looks like it's its own alphabet. Yeah, Arabesh. Yeah. Do you have any hats in uh, Klingon? No, not yet. Are you not? Are you a Star Trek fan? Yeah, I like I like the new movies. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, okay. I didn't watch the. Uh, I watched some of the original series and the new movies, but I, I didn't watch like the Patrick Stewart. Years. You didn't watch the Next Generation? No. You're poor for it. I'm sorry. It was quite mad. That's all right. I'm sorry that you didn't watch it. That's okay. You missed it. Okay. Interview over. 
Yeah, we're yeah. done. Yeah, I'm more of a Starship Troopers guy anyway. <laughs> okay. If you want to get really serious about All right. it. Uh, have you seen Starship Troopers? Oh, I have. It's one of the greatest now, movies I ever created. I think it is. I Yes, I, I concur. I, I think it's, um, it's of the last 17 years... <laughs> There's not a movie I've seen more than Starship Troopers. Really? Well, that's the squash yeah. those bugs, right? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. No, I've seen that. I've seen it. A, it's one of the best movies ever made it about is fascism. The yeah, I think it's. Uh, I watch it unironically sometimes, and then it turns ironic, you know, when you're watching it. But have it's, you ever listened to the director commentary? Track no. It? It's amazing. Does he take it seriously? Like 100 percent seriously. Really? It's all about fascism and war and wow. how America is always. Uh, Going into countries and uh, replacing dictators with our own people and stuff. The director, Paul Verhoeven, actually predicts the Iraq War about five years before it happened. Huh. What? I'm not kidding you. All right. It's I, really I, good. Not, it's yeah, a good I really history lesson, man. Yeah. Well, now, what about all the sequels they made after <laughs> that, though? The second There's like um, terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta, I'm a big fan of the director. Is Phil Tippett. He's one of the best stop-motion animation guys of all time. But the movie was terrible. Yeah. Uh, the third one, really good. Yeah? Was it? Terrible effects, but it is funny. Because the first one's effects it's... were so mind-blowing. <laughs> Wait a They second. were... Okay. Wait a sec. I'm not being <laughs> sorry. Sec. I'm not making fun of the movie. I'm saying it the wasn't... The effects were amazing in the first one, and they still hold up. They... <laughs> Okay. I want to hear All your right. opinion. I, I do like it. I'm just saying it's hard for me to take the effects and everything seriously when Gary Busey's like creepy son is also you know playing a, a role in a movie. That would be Jake. Jake, thank you. Yeah. I always forget his name. <laughs> and also, Judah I get may this... know Jake and doesn't want to call him creepy. Nah. By the way. Well, Jake no, okay, knows he's mind. creepy. I'm All sure right, he, yeah. he's Gary Busey's son. But um, <laughs> and then I just get distracted with the with the amazing acting of maybe maybe I'm not thinking back to how technologically advanced the bugs were. Yeah. Maybe I'm not thinking. If you watch that movie today, <laughs> the effects are still great. Well, I watched it like less than a year ago. Yeah. Which I, actor you talked about? Casper Van Dien? Which one is he? I'm, well, the Johnny one, Rico, the main guy. Well, yeah. And then there's Denise Richards, right? Yeah. And then there's the chick who was in Beverly Hills now. Do you want to know what you went? Okay, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Who was the hot teacher that Brandon Walsh had the affair with? Yeah. Yeah. And you get to see her boobs in that, too. I know. Yep. I know mm-hmm. two. Uh, <laughs> I know how to play two songs on the piano. Yeah. The uh, Star Wars theme song. And the Beverly Hills 90210. You know how to song. play that on the piano? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I can't sing it, but yeah. Yeah. We have a segment on the show, and that's the theme music yeah. that I have behind it's me. It's awesome. <laughs> awesome. It was a great show. It, it was fantastic. My mom and my sister and I sat and watched the last episode <laughs> together, cried together. The last one? Really? The very last one, David and Donna's wedding. I'm looking at you in a different way. I know. Yeah. I'm ashamed. You guys cried as a family and watched it. Well, I couldn't help it. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say and go on record that I've never cried while watching 90210. You've yeah. Ne- yeah. Have you watched all of it? Just about. Well, then you, even, you didn't even cry when, when died. Oh, yeah, you didn't no. cry when Dylan's fiance Tony was accidentally murdered by the hitman hired by her Who father to her? kill Dylan. Uh, the Noxima girl. Um, what's her name? No- Rebecca Gayhart. Oh yeah, no, where she I guess savagely I shot, one. gunned down. Oh, I must have missed that one. Where he finally opened up his heart. It was terrible. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, one. you would have cried. I'm sorry. That's I don't okay. know that I would have, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad. So, how are you dealing with this years later? It's okay. Are you? Are you it's, it's still hard. Yeah, it's it kind of a sore hard? spot. I think. Yeah. Is it really? Uh, okay. I'll revisit Nano Two and every like five to ten years. Do they still show it on TV. They do not. But they have it all on the DVDs. How's that new one? How's I mean, it's not that new anymore. No, I think it's already canceled. Yeah, was it any good? No. Yeah. You know what was good, though, was the new Melrose Place. Really? That was super trashy and amazing. Okay. It was good. 
Hey Greg, know. how you doing? I'm, I'm doing good. I did not watch any of the new. I did watch 90210 a lot in college because my roommate would put it on. Sure. It was on. It was on rerun. Is that when you were watching that soap opera that you said that you used yeah, to watch? Yeah, I also. Yeah, I got drugged into Days of Our Lives. I watched Days Sounds of Our Lives for like two college. years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly we did a lot. What school? I don't was know that? what <laughs> Oregon State. Was that the curriculum or was that just like? I don't know what my roommates did all day. I would come home from school. From class or something like that, there, huh? and yeah, it'd be the two of them sitting there watching Days of Our Lives, drinking beer at like three in the afternoon, and it started <laughs> off with me, started off with me making fun of them for like a couple of weeks, and then I'd sit down and watch part of it, make fun of it, and then I just got sucked in, and then I got drug into it. Where I came home and I started. You have to. It. You either have to like you know make a bonding pact with them and do it together, or you probably so can't you didn't. Be you didn't really have a lot going on. In Apparently, I didn't. No, no, not much. <laughs> sitting in a room with two other dudes watching Days of Our Lives in an afternoon. Yeah, how does, it, how does that college man? Looking back, how does it feel? Does it, <laughs> if, do you feel like you spent your time well? I fe- I feel like I accomplished some. I feel like I learned a lot about. The I mean, world, we were watching you know? 90210, which is productive, right? Very productive, yeah. so productive. Well, I learned you know uh, about the inner workings of you know uh, you know. I mean, those were the days of your life. Yeah. Yeah, I could never get. I learned, how, like, I learned you always want revenge on someone. See, always, I, I like a more contained, like once a week soap opera. I couldn't do a soap opera five days a week with like because they all like have evil twins and they come yeah. back from the mm-hmm. dead and That's stuff. Yeah, nobody cool, can ever die. It is. Nobody ever dies. I want to make a soap opera with all Bigfoots. Yeah, I would. Every I will day. be your first. Do you year. watch Bigfoot? I will uh, watch this. What is that? Finding Bigfoot. Finding Finding Bigfoot. Just a little bit. Yeah, I actually did a panel with those guys. The same producers of that show. Uh did that monster project okay alright yeah. have you ever did you meet Bobo the Squatch Hunter mm-hmm. yeah. yeah did you guys exchange hats no you should have asked him for one of his hats but you know I'm, he, he's a poster of me yeah yeah. I mean, I, he's, I'm definitely a fashion icon for him you completely <laughs> one thousand yeah. percent are yeah it's nice to be inspirational like that <laughs> yeah you know Bigfoot hunters all over the world really look up to me <laughs> it's, it's true yeah it's your fan base. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm there full super of big <laughs> <laughs> Judah, how many hats do you think you own? I don't, you know, I'm not good at math. Okay. I don't, I don't know. So maybe less than like a million and more than a hundred. I don't mean just, I don't mean to put numbers all just, number box you know, I can't on even okay. I don't even know what that means. Okay. I, I'm really bad at math. Okay. Yeah. A lot. I'd say a lot. A lot, okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably a lot. Do you make them yourself? Uh, not the ones that say world champion. <laughs> okay. Those were all given to me at world championships, which right. are karate death matches uh, for charity. And um, This makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, Especially with the Puerto Rican. But yeah, the ones that I wore on 30 Rock, I, I made all those, yeah. Oh, those are fantastic. Now, have you ever thought, I mean, I know it's your, you've clearly, this is your style. This is who you are. I mean, look at you from 15 yeah. years ago and now you still, yeah. you know, you're, you have an iconic style. Okay. Yes. Keep going. This I am. I'm doing <laughs> it. I am just running with it. Um, yeah. So the hats that you made on 30 Rock, have you ever thought about like selling like replicas of them? Yeah, I tried that, but I'm just so unorganized. So mm. I need to do that. I'm, you should. I'm really a bad business person. I would buy one. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guy last night who came to my show at Helium and he was wearing one of my world champion hats. But he uh, he bought it from a site that sells my hats without me knowing it. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of mm. bootleg sites out there that sell my stuff. And he clearly wasn't a world champion. So no, no, why no, was he, he wasn't. It? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't that well made, the hat, either. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's a but yeah, there's a lot of sites, like, ripping me off. They're saying it's my stuff, and it's not. Yeah. Oh, that must... Not be. Well, that's just the way it is. That's the way I don't it know is. What to do about it. All right. Well, take you, them down one by one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just take them right. team style. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what are you going to like that? Yeah. Do you have anything else that you're going to be visiting in Portland while you're here? Like, uh, do you have I any? I went pla- to Powell's Bookstore. <gasps> you mm-hmm. need to go to Big Ass Sandwiches. 
What's yes. that? Actually, Jimmy Fallon was in town the day before yesterday, and he just stopped by there. It's our friend's uh, sandwich place. They have their big-ass sandwiches, basically. Really? You can get like roast beef, turkey. Are you mm. You eat meat, right? Yeah, I can eat anything. Okay. And they come I eat with anything that makes me shit. It's homemade. This will make you shit. And it has <laughs> yeah. homemade bachinol and uh, What's hamburger bachinol? fries. Bachinol? It, like a cheese sauce. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's just cheese, fries milk sausage. Oh, fries in the sandwich, mm-hmm. like Pittsburgh style. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think they were number two in that uh, best sandwich in America. Yeah, Adam Richmond. Yeah, on the Travel Channel. Oh, really? Yeah, Food yeah. Food Network. There's a lot of good food in town here. Yeah. 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 I had a vegan place called Prasad or something like that. I had a damn good burrito yeah. at a uh, at a, one of those food carts. Yeah, food better carts are pretty good. Better burritos here than New York. Really? Much better. Not even close. Wow. Yeah. What does New York do best for food? Pizza? Pizza's good. There's Pizza's a lot of good, good. food in New York. Because uh, you live Queens in Queens, has, right? Yeah, Queens has a lot of good food because that's where... You know, I think some like eighty percent of people live in Queens weren't born in the United States, so that there, there's a lot of good food there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, good Thai food there. Uh, yeah, a lot of good food. Awesome. Good Bosnian food. <laughs> Ooh, I I like Bosnian food actually. Yeah, Croatian. Yeah, and yeah. Bosnian. Are you and Croatian? No, but I've I've How been do you there. Know Croatian food. Uh, I've been you there. Get the Chivapčići. What do you get? The Pleskovica. Uh, the Bordek. What do you get? Oh, Obviously wow, now. Some... Now, yeah, he's just shaming me You're right shamed. now. Now, yeah. um, okay. what is the what's the the potato, pota- like potato pizza? Yeah, that's the Bordek. Bordek. Yes, yeah. Bordek. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are amazing. It's like a phyllo, though. It's a lot of street food. Yeah. Over there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's all just heavy street food. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. Favorite <laughs> dessert. I forget what it's called, but it's a it's a skinned apple. It's chilled. There's sort of like a sweet glaze over it. And then in the apple's cored, and inside the apple is like baklava filling. It's that really sounds good. amazing. That sounds yeah, it's awesome. really good. <laughs> and messy. Yeah, amazing. it's really good. <laughs> really good. Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. Well, yeah. Judah is going to be in our fair city. Yes, indeed. Yeah, weekend. Yeah. I think it might even snow more. Really? I don't think Shit's so. Shit's going to hit the Do you fan. want more I snow? Because I can affect the weather. I would like more snow. I'm not really right. going anywhere this weekend. All right. I'll give you more snow. I am dressing as a Santa Claus tomorrow. Do because you, you have SantaCon in uh, New York, right? I think they might be banning it this year. Oh no! Oh, really? Too many drunk idiots. Yeah, yeah. That's actually there's one downtown and there's one in North Portland called AntiCon, which is going on. Oh, what's tomorrow? AntiCon? It's the same, same thing, thing, but not with drunk assholes. Like I mean, it's gotcha. drunk people, but cool. who can actually keep their shit together? Right, right. Yeah. So they might. Yeah, they were trying to ban it this year in New York, but I don't know if that went through or not. Okay. Yeah, so I'm saying Our like, mayor tries to ban a lot of things. Well, just throw it out there, see if it's banned. <laughs> no, he's right. just big mm-hmm. on okay. not letting people make decisions for themselves. Of course. Oh, he's the one that banned all the sodas and he stuff. Tried too, right? to oh, he tried that's to. Oh, right. Yeah, he tried. He failed on that one. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He's leaving though. Okay. We got a new guy coming in. Sodas and Santas for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tomorrow it should be. I'm just saying tomorrow you might see some people wandering around in okay. Santa suits. Santa That's Santa what's suits. going That's on. That's cool. It's possible. It's the holiday season. It yeah. is. I like Absolutely. Christmas. I was an elf one year at Macy's. Yeah. Really? I worked as an elf one year, yeah. That's awesome. That is so uh, funny. We just watched, uh, last night we went to see uh, David Sedaris. Uh, an I was actually, I think, an elf there. Santa Land Diaries? I was an elf there the year... Because he had a book, I think, on that. Sandland Sandland Diaries. It was an article in, like, the New Yorker magazine or something like that. And that article came out when I was an elf there. So I think he was there, like, the year I was before there or something like that. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. I think I was there in 91. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly because they didn't say the year. No, yeah. it, but by the references, yeah, it was either late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah I think it was I was right in there in 91. Okay. For a month working there as an elf. Yeah, we just saw that last night. Yeah, was it good? Yeah, it was they, great. Do, yeah. they do a stage version. Yeah, was he in it or someone else? No, it? it's another guy playing him, and it's just his it's, name is uh, Damien Damien Pier- Darius. Darius Darius Pierce. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's a good name. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah. It was so just Darius one man. Funny. One yeah. man is really show. funny too. Amy. <laughs> well, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, I've worked with. I've, I don't think I've ever met David. I've I've worked with Amy several times. Mm. Yeah, she's she's hilarious on the writing end or or acting. Oh, uh, acting end. Yeah. 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 Oh, Strangers with Candy is still one of my favorite yeah, shows. Yeah, that was a good yeah. show. I never did that. I wish I did that show. I never yeah. did that one. But uh, yeah, I did a couple movies with Amy. I don't know if they ever went anywhere, but but yeah, she's a cool chick. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I would imagine. Because it's always nice to hear awesome. when someone seems cool. And yeah, yeah she's out, fun yeah. to work with. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. funny. You no, know who yeah. else is awesome? Judah Friedlander. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that guy's pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, after spending time in a room with him, we can genuinely tell you guys he's fucking rad. Go yes. and see him tonight. Well, and, oh, really? and tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I have shows tonight and tomorrow? You do. Yeah. You've okay, got, uh, gonna you have four up. shows. I'm going to buy some tickets and check it out. You should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you guys endorse the show. It's tr- I'm endorsing it. You I'm endorsing it. You guys seem like really cool people. I'm going to take your word that it's a good show and buy some tickets and go see my show. Do it. <laughs> Judah, do you have costume changes? Do you change it? Do you change up no, the hat? You just, no. You just commit to one I and you just go for it. take off, maybe. You do? I might remove my jacket. Okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be a little, little, little sexy. Not that well, kind of you, can't get, you can't show too much skin or else people can't focus. <laughs> they can't you focus know? on the funny. Yeah, or just anything. Yeah. You know, people might hyperventilate. They might right. you know, start leering. Get too sexually excited. It's still You've illegal. Protect the people. It's still illegal for me to flex in Portland. So <laughs> you don't want from the whole economy. From the last there. time when you were here as a kid and you flexed, it hasn't been yeah. the same since. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. I haven't been here in like over 30 years. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I'll tell these clouds to come in closer so we can get some snow. All right. Thank you. Yeah, that's really nice of you. That's oh, awesome. I saw a seagull fly out the window. That's cool. Yeah, there's some. There's some but yeah, this is a there. good city. People are laid back here, you know. No, it we is. yeah, we love it here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very non-judgmental, I think here. Oh no, you'll fit. You fit right in. What's that? You fit right in here. You're very non-judgmental. I'm saying, I'm saying people are like pretty, uh, pretty loose. You know, mm-hmm. it's some some areas are a little more uptight. Yeah, yeah, here it's loose. Here there are True. some areas that are more uptight than others. That's uh, just different sections of the city, maybe. Different, a bit. different quadrants. Yeah. But no. in general, it's like, in general. if you compare here to San Francisco, that's a little more uptight, yeah. I'd say. A little more judgy. Yeah. We don't like the judgy. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, don't judge the judgy. Yeah, oh, you already are it, judging I just, right I there. Just did let ju- him be judgy. You fell into the trap. Yeah. Tricked, I yeah. did fall into the trap. See? Okay. Just yeah. let him be judgy. <laughs> okay. right. It's like, all right, you're judgy. That's your thing. All right, I'm just let them do their thing. Go see oh, Go I... see Judah tonight okay. and tomorrow. All right, I'll go. <laughs> 7.30 30 at 10 o'clock. Dude, you there's, sold me. I'm going to go to the Well, there's four different shows. I didn't tell you how many shows You can see Judah four times. I could do four shows. Yeah, you could do four shows. <laughs> All right, I'll yep. do it. All right, yep. seven thirty and ten tonight. Seven thirty and ten tomorrow. Just don't be judgy, or <laughs> okay. wear bootleg world champion gear. No, you can do that. Okay, you can do that. You can wear. You can People wear. People can always tell an original. Yeah, yeah. You sir are an original. So are you. Thanks. And so are you. Oh. Oh, Why, well. thank you. Yeah. All right. God All right. bless us, everyone. <laughs> All right. Judith, thank you so much. Thanks. This is awesome. I like the walls here, too. Thanks. Oh, yeah. It's our kill room. That's pretty much where yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll show it's you that off. for sound. <laughs> it's good for sound. <laughs> All right. Everybody listening live, we will be back in just a little while with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, what a fun gig you got here. 
thanks. Yeah, we love it. I want to touch the wall. Touch the wall. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Ah, uh, Judah Friedlander. He is just as awesome as I thought he'd be. He absolutely Which was. is always just such a great thing when you're getting ready to interview someone. Well, you never know because, you know, we interview a lot of different celebrities and you do never know how they're going to be, but he is so nice. He's the most laid back guy. Seriously. Ever. He's exactly as he sounded on he, there. I don't even think he was acting on 30 Rock. That's no. just kind of how he is. Just and a laid he really back did dude. Just walk over and feel our, feel our walls. He was, pat- yeah, we were, he was patting the walls. We were actually down. all touching the walls. And he's like, Your walls are mushy. Yeah. They are. Yeah, that's a, that's a case where we should have had video. Yes. Uh, hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly appreciate it. And of course, you can, uh, well, you can go see Judah just to reemphasize that at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow here in Portland, Oregon, or wherever else he's going to be performing uh, past that mm-hmm. wherever you're listening look him up and also you can listen live to Fun Employment Radio by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe Woo-hoo. where for only six ninety nine a month the first week is free you get to listen to all these things ap- happen as they do yes in real time in real time indeed mm-hmm. and you would have got to hear Judah uh, on mic uh, live yes yes so there which we go which was awesome yes very yeah. cool I love so- it too because when you're interviewing someone like you don't exactly know what direction it's going to be like I had no idea that we were going to be talking about Sasquatches nope and hats and all kinds of not Beverly Hills 90210 and Starship Troopers. Yeah. this is These are things this morning when I woke up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to put out some bullet points for the interview. Those were not my bullet points. No, shockingly, those no. were not on there. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's, it's a mystery tour. You never know where it's going to end up. Uh, so we do have a, a bunch of stuff that we're going to be getting to today on the show. Of course, it is Friday here in Portland, Oregon, December 6th, and uh, that means it's Science Day. Oh, my it's, gosh. It's Science Science oh Friday, our own version of Science Friday. Did you know that science was just uh, the word of the year, uh, noted the word of the year, I think, by uh, Webster Dictionary? Science was? Yes. Yes. Wait, why is it the word of the year? What, it doesn't matter. What dictates the word of the year? They do. And God. probably, I want to say that I'm going to take a lot of credit for that because of Dr. Science here on this on this show. So obviously, the people at the dictionary, they... Uh, the people at the dictionary. They obviously That's know what they're doing. Greg is. Very good. And I, I appreciate... The dictionary. <laughs> I appreciate their listenership of Fun Employment Radio. So that's, Thank God. At least... We'll, we'll get word. to that here. I was afraid later. when you said the word of the year, I thought it was going to be like... Oh, the Twerk. word I hate. No, selfie. Oh. I hate that word. I cannot tell you how much I hate that word i hate it so much i so much i agree i i have to agree with you on that so one. so much and i mean i love people that have used that word however there's something inside of me that dies a little bit every time i see someone that i care about say that word yep. or write it out loud just be like hashtag selfie it's like that word didn't exist one day and then one day it was everywhere mm-hmm. there was no it was zero to a hundred percent well to me it just makes you sound like you're 13 a 13 year old girl yes that's kind of what it, it does just, it, that's just instantly what i think of when i hear that word and i know a lot of people use it but sorry when you say it i think okay yeah you're a 13 year old girl hmm. just briefly that's what i think about and selfie. i don't like I, i've taken pictures of myself everybody does you don't need to call it a selfie just take it say it you're taking a picture of yourself we or, should do a sarah's lessons on the internet <sighs> We, we, maybe we could do something like that where you can explain how the internet should be used. But I don't know because I can't tell anyone. Like the the internet is for people to use however they'd like to use it. Mm-hmm. 
I can't tell them that uh, I think when people do hashtag selfie, it looks really fucking stupid. <laughs> you can't tell them that. But it's not. No, no I would not tell them that. because that's their decision. It's their prerogative. Plus, again, may I reiterate, I have friends who use that and it's fine. And I've talked to them about my dislike of the word and they've talked to me about their dislike of me. So then that's fine. So it all works out. It all works out. It's all in the circular. End. It's, it's all awesome. it's a it's a circular motion yep. right there. You get on, you go around, you come right back to where you are. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I'm realizing some of the things I said could be taken out of context. All right, so but we do have a, we do have a lot to, lot to get to. I have to talk about this. So, and we're not going to go off about weather, but this does affect something that happened to me today. Weather. Before, Ooh. before the Judah Friedland, Sarah's had a lot of coffee today. By the way, I think you have way exceeded the amount of coffee because I went in there to get some more just before we started the show, and um, it's almost entirely gone. I maybe poured three ounces into my cup. That's because you bought coffee for yourself. Well, I guess, therefore, that means I drink the entire pot. <laughs> Oops. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Well, it's uh, cold outside, and it's cold in here, and that's the way I'm keeping warm. Okay. Is by drinking a shit ton of coffee. Mm-hmm. Because then my body's, like, vibrating because I have so much caffeine. Is this in how it. I am when I drink too much coffee? If you mean, am I really fucking annoying right now? Well, I'm not saying you're really fucking annoying right now. I'm just saying you're very animated. You're you're very animated, a little maybe a little jittery. So maybe not. Like, this is kind of like a little jittery. Here, huh? That's because it is very cold in here. As okay. we were saying, weather. Yes, indeed. So uh, here in Portland, we did have snow last night, which means that this entire city turns into a mess. So it, like maybe two inches of snow, may, maybe fell mm. over the night. But this city has no idea how to drive in snow or weather like that at all. So everything gets very dicey. And myself, I know to drive very carefully, leave plenty of room to stop because the road is slick. That's just kind of common sense. People here don't necessarily always operate on common mm. sense. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying the majority, but there's a significant minority of people who do not drive Well, it's the same well. thing. Like, some people are overly cautious, which I prefer that to the other people who are just like, well, people say that I don't know how to drive in the snow, and then they they skid out and get into an accident. Yeah, it's been, maybe it wasn't even two inches. Where, where I live, I'm kind of up on a hill, so I might have gotten a little bit more, but it's, yeah, it's yeah, not, my, not my a lot. my apartment, it was about an inch, I'd okay, say. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe not even that but much. But you always get, Enough. whenever it snowed, it always snows more at your place. Well, I'm, I'm up just a little bit higher yeah. than, than most of the city, so I, I get a little bit more, I guess. Um, but here's the deal. So here's what happened to me this morning on my way down to the studio. So uh, I'm driving down uh, Hawthorne Boulevard, and again, uh, there's traffic, but I know, uh, especially because you're going downhill from, from where mm-hmm. I live down to where our studio is, and I know, keep enough distance, keep enough distance, because you never know, you're going to have to stop, and it'll take you quite a while to stop if you start sliding. So... There's a traffic light. I'm maybe about, oh, fifth or sixth car back from the traffic light. And I start slowing down and come to a stop. And I look in my rearview mirror. Oh, no. And it's one of those things where you can see it coming. You know it's going to happen. You know it's coming. Yeah. And I'm looking and I see this van behind me start kind of going uh, sideways a little bit. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, okay, well, here it comes. Here it comes. There's no place else for me to go. Like, if I put on my gas at all, I would end up hitting somebody in front of me because I wouldn't be able to control control the vehicle. No. So I just have to sit there. And just wait for impending yeah. doom. And even though, you know, come. this probably lasted a second that I could see it coming, but it felt like forever. It's one of those things where you're just looking at it. It's like, yep. All right. Let's see how bad this is going to be because he's not stopping. <laughs> he's not stopping. Bam. Right into the back of my truck. So I got hit by this this guy in it was a big white like one of those commercial vans, you know. Oh, that, so it was a big boy. Yeah, a big van. Oh, wow. Big, big van. And it was one of those Ford, yeah, the big, big fancy commercial vans that they use. And 
pops right into the back of me, puts pushes me forward a little bit, mm-hmm. so where I was a little bit nervous that I was going to hit the car in front of me. But oh. luckily, the light had changed, so that guy was moving. So I I was okay. I didn't hit the car in front of me, and um, it's just like all right, well. This sucks. Got to get off to the side because yeah, it's it's in the middle of traffic. I contemplated sitting there. Then the truck was okay. I was okay. So just to say that, you know, mm-hmm. physically, I was I was fine. It didn't. He wasn't going that fast, but he was going enough to definitely pop me pretty good. And and I realized the innuendos that can come out of everything <laughs> that I'm saying from the man who rear-ended me this morning. So I I pulled over to the uh, pulled over to the side of the road, and this guy's behind me, and. I had left plenty of room behind behind me for him to pull over as well so we could start exchanging stuff. And he just, he rolls up and just keeps on going right past me. Oh, no. And I'm sitting in my car like, oh, motherfucker. Because I haven't even heard this story. This, Greg's telling me this the first time because he's just like, I got into an accident. It's fine. I'll tell you about well, it. Well, yeah, because we got here and we pretty much had to get ready to go for the interview. So, so I'm sitting there like, oh, motherfucker, you're going to leave, aren't you? You are going to take off right now. <laughs> and there's nothing I can do about it. I can't get back into traffic. I'm trying to get my phone out. I'm like, oh, I got to get a picture of him at least or something. And he goes up and he went about three cars ahead of me. And then he did pull over. So, oh, thank God. So I was like, Because you're just like, this guy's totally screwing me right now. Yeah. And that's the thing. People are noting uh, I would chase the guy. I would. But thing is, other traffic was already going. It's snowy. If I pull out, then I would be causing another accident because they wouldn't be able to stop. Would, yeah. Like, I had no choice but to sit there, and there just wasn't anything I could do. Luckily, he pulled over. So I get out, walk up to this guy, and uh, he's he's very livid, like not he's he's very animated, like very very worked up. Mm-hmm. And and in my head, I'm like, well, you don't have anything to be worked up about, as far as I'm concerned. Like, dude, you just hit me. And he's like, hey man, I'm really sorry. Did you see that guy that just came by? I was like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, somebody just hit me in the back. That's what pushed me into you. And that guy just took off. Oh, no. So this, so he had been hit by a white truck. Was he hit before you had seen him not being able to stop? Well, I'd seen, I had stopped. What I was well, looking I know, at in the rearview yeah. mirror was him getting shoved into me. So I thought that he wasn't, he just hadn't stopped and that he, he you know, put on his brakes. Well, I mean, maybe wrong. quite honestly, he was going a little too fast anyway, and the guy kind of gave him know. another nudge. Yeah. I don't know. But Regardless, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter. You're the guy, okay. He's okay. Some asshole rear-ended him. Yeah. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to get at. So this guy hit him and slammed him into me, at least according to what he said. I mean, he wasn't disputing anything on my end. He yeah. gave me all the insurance. You know, he was, he was fine as far as what I was dealing with. But yeah, this guy... Um, then took off and it, it, yeah it's being asked you sure that he got hit I mean I don't know it doesn't really matter I got all this insurance information it, but I did look at the back of his car and it, his bumper was uh, was messed up it was yeah yeah it, it, it was scraped up yeah so it looked like somebody had hit him I, I tend to believe him on that mm-hmm. regardless it doesn't really affect my claim at all because he hit me and he yeah. knows that and it's that's all fine. And what's good too is that he was in a work truck so you have the name and stuff right? Oh yeah I've got all the yeah, yeah so I've got all check. the info and I've already already filed, so I mean it's it's fine, it's fine as far as on my end. Yeah, I mean I guess maybe he could make that up, but there was a white truck that went by. I just didn't pay any attention. Yeah. So, but it anyway, but it doesn't affect you or your insurance policy. No, it doesn't affect me. Okay, cool. It doesn't affect me. So, but anyway, I do That's hate hit and run. Scary. People, yeah. I hate the idea of hit and run. Oh no, people believe you me. My car was demolished by a hit and run. 
Yeah. I know. Oh, well, yeah, thankfully, I, know. I wasn't in it, but I mean, yeah, I mean, my, my car was destroyed by one. Yeah. So I am not a big fan of that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the fact that now I have to go in and get an estimate, but then there's a deductible, but then I got to go through his insurance. It's just, it's such a pain in the well, ass. Of course it is. It's a pain in the ass going through <laughs> these things. Because the last time I went through one of these was when that uh, lady, the old lady, crazy lady, hit me in the uh, Safeway parking lot when we were both backing up. I forgot about that. And we both hit bumpers, barely hit. Barely tapped, and I, I got out, and I was, I was more turned out into the parking lot than she was. But regardless, she backed up and, and hit the side of my bumper. Got out and looked at it. It was like fine. I was like, well, okay. I mean, I we barely touched. I mean, we weren't even going two miles an hour, mm-hmm. you know. And she's the one who ended up calling the insurance company, saying that I threatened her, <laughs> that my name was, I think, Rob. Oh, she said you gave a, her a fake name and stuff. Yeah, she right? said I gave her a fake name, that my name was Rob, that I owned a pirate radio station. Somehow she must have found this out. And then on top of that, she uh, she said that I was driving a like a black. A uh, black or white truck, something that's just not yeah, the she color desc- of my truck. I remember truck. she described like a, a di- completely different vehicle. Yeah, and she said that I was flying through the parking lot and I sideswiped her, and then it, then it tried to go, but then I stopped and I yelled and screamed at her, and uh, just this completely made up story. And that's what I had to deal with the last time because I had to go back and forth with these insurance companies. And like, look, we believe you because this lady sounds crazy, but we have to go through all this. So you got to tell the story again. Got to tell the story again. And it went on forever and ever. And finally, the end result was nothing pretty much happened except now we both have a ding on our insurance because yeah. they did it as a 50-50. So oh, yeah. raise my rates a little bit. Oh, lucky for nothing, you. For no damage For some at crazy, all. crazy lady. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens with this. Anyway. That's yeah. what happened this morning. So it's a wonderful way to start off the day. Yeah, I guess so. Wonderful huh? way. Yeah, I know because I know that. Yeah, because you were heading down. That's what, that, I was just getting ready to leave my house, and Greg's just like, "Be very careful when you're leaving." And sure enough, like I saw people sliding everywhere, and I just took side roads. I figured I would rather take a chance of because I took like one of the main thoroughfare side roads. I saw no other cars. I'm like, I'm just going to go super slow. Nobody's yeah, around. I mean, it can go either way. That yeah. doesn't mean that somebody's not going to be driving crazy on a side road either. Yeah. So it, it can happen no matter what. But yeah, just be careful out there, everyone. Be careful be out careful there, everybody. Out there. Yes. So yeah. we'll figure it out. Um, anyway. It is. It actually personally impacted you. This is a relevant weather no, conversation. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm well mm-hmm. aware. Anyway. Well, I'm glad it wasn't slippery last night when we were trying to get downtown for the awesome thing that all of us went to go and do. Yes, indeed. So we talked about this yesterday on the show. Um, and I, talked about it with Judah Friedlander a little bit. We did. We did. So uh, Sarah and I and uh, and a couple of our friends went down and saw a uh, play last night mm-hmm. at Portland Center Stage, which is where I will be on Monday night. Holy, Holy crap, crap. That's coming up. Oh, my God. That's Monday evening. I will be on stage. That's less than 72. Or, no, a little bit over 72 hours from now. Yeah, that's terrifying. Oh, my God. I'm going to be on stage as one of the storytellers at Backfence PDX this Monday, <sighs> Monday evening, 600 people. I saw the stage. The play that we saw wasn't even in the main stage. No, it was in, it was the, in the smaller yeah. theater there. But I did look inside the main, main theater, and it's huge. It is huge. It's it is. Huge. It's palatial, Yeah, if I may be so yeah. whimsical with my wording. It's fancy, yeah. and it's it full of fancy people. Huge. Full of fancy people. Full of fancy people. So fancy. Oh, Wow. Yeah, this is going to be, this is, this is nerve-wracking. Yes, yeah, so Greg saw, so anyway. this Greg freaking out about that? He's like, holy shit, that thing is huge. That place is really this huge. This is where I'm going to be. Yeah. This is where I'm going to be. Well, at oh least you get to do a run-through, perhaps, like before, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I have to confirm all that. But yeah, I, I'm I'm doing another, yeah, another, I have one final yeah. final thing this weekend to go through it again. And then, yeah, that's it. And then that's it. That's it. And then there Better you go. Better do it right. 
Oh God! Oh God! So anyway, we went down there because of that. Uh, ended up being able to get a couple of tickets to um, to another show they had going on called the Santa Land Diaries, which yes. is uh, based on David Sedaris's uh, holiday book, a boy where he recounts his experience as an elf at Macy's in New York City. Yeah, in like, New York City. As he was City. trying to, yeah, like I don't know, like twenty or so years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about that. And it was um, the. I didn't really know. None of us knew what to expect, and it was incredible. So it was. Uh, it basically instead of a play, it was more of like a one man show. Mm-hmm. And he. Well, if you've ever read Sandland Diaries or listened to the audiobook, it was basically verbatim what the book is, but him on stage acting it out mm-hmm. and, and all by himself. And it was this actor. What was his name? Uh, so Darius. Wanted- uh, Darius. Pierce. Darius Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to say, that guy is amazing, and he's a local actor. I don't know him. I've never met him. He was incredible. He was absolutely amazing. And uh, toward the end, some dickwad decided to walk down. So basically, it's a it's a seventy five minute performance, no intermission. And this guy just does this straight. This uh, yeah, Darius seventy five minutes straight performance of him. Seventy five minutes, just him on stage with you know with some. I don't want to ruin anything. He's going to see, His but props it was just and stuff like that. Yeah, it was incredible. It was so it was riveting, and like this one person holds your attention the entire time. Get to about minute seventy of a seventy five minute story. Some jackass who was sitting behind us, who him and his friends had kind of been like, it seemed like they almost knew the people at the theater because they were like, they were talking and then it didn't, it turned out it wasn't them. They didn't know. No, I think they were just drunk. They were just drunk. Yeah. And this jackass, all of a sudden, like, it's a very quiet theater, probably about what, like a hundred people in there? Uh, Maybe a little more than that. Yeah, maybe like 150. Yeah. But basically it's seating and it's kind of a a room, like an echoey room. I'd say 150, 200 people probably. So everyone has their seats. Everyone's just riveted by this story. It's it's reaching its conclusion. And this jackass decides to get up and go... (laughs) Pound down the stairs as he's giving, as this guy, as Darius Pierce is giving his closing monologue. Yeah, it's it's the penultimate moment in the entire thing. Yeah, so much so... it's clear that that it is. That that is. We all know this is the ending... Of the play, yeah, because he's sitting down like and he's it's told a very the big yeah. moment that's happening. You know, not to give anything away, it's, and it's not really, but you know, it's a big moment. Yeah, you know, and he's even speaking quietly, like emphasizing things, like this b- big thing that happens. And yeah, then the dude clonk 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 clonk. And so clonk. everyone was just kind of everyone turned around, and I think I was confused because I didn't know. I'm like, is he part? Because I figured like maybe he was part of it. I'm like, there's no way anyone could be that rude. Maybe he's going down on stage for the finale. Maybe he's part of it, and just goes. Walks down and then just walks out. And meanwhile, this guy who has been doing this amazing performance just sits there and he finally just stops talking. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there and everyone is just like, what the fuck? And then everyone started, you know, laughing because he handled it so well. Yeah, the guy the handled stage. it great. But that dude, oh, I wanted to punch him. I saw him afterward. I just wanted to be like, you're an asshole. Well, what he was doing afterwards was what was annoying was he was bragging about he was the one that uh, that had stopped the show. And for he a was few with minutes. all these like muffy people who thought that it was hilarious. Like, I wanted to be like, why do you think that's so, why is that funny? Why is that funny? This is how you get your kicks. Is like this guy performs this outstanding seventy-five minute monologue, only to have it ruined by some dickhead in a plaid shirt pounding down the stairs. I hate you, whoever you are. You're a jerk. Yes. And it took everything in me to not say anything to him. I know. Yeah. No, I I was there. Mm-hmm. I, I I saw you. I didn't because I knew that we were coming back on Monday. Like if I if we weren't gonna, he wasn't a founder. But I just wanted to say it wasn't going to be mean. But I was going to be like that was extremely rude. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if there there had been like an emergency or something like that, but no, I think he was just drunk. He was just a drunk asshole. Yeah. And uh, and but yeah, but then the bragging about it afterwards. The that's bragging where... about it too is all of this, oh, it was just awful. But uh, but regardless, the guy got back on track. Darius, so he picked it back up and finished the play with a plum. Yeah, he... He that, was a pro. That, that dude's a pro, man. And yeah, I, that is terrifying. How does anyone memorize say, that much? 
yeah, material. I, I don't know, but I, I will say this: I highly recommend checking out that show. If um, if yeah, if you guys get a chance, you know, it's Portland Center Stage downtown. Mm. The guy's incredible. Definitely go check it out. So it's a really nice show, and it's only seventy five minutes long, so it's not over the top. Yeah, you know, but it's it keeps you engaged the and entire it's hilarious. time. It's very funny. And I'm a big fan of that book. So yeah. it was cool to see. How, I was I was a little bit nervous to see how they were going to adapt it on stage. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So yeah. it was I'm going to try and I think I'm going to cool. maybe write to Mr. Uh, Pierce today and perhaps see if we can get him on the show at some point. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. I would love to I mean, just, just to brain. figure out how somebody that's that's incredible. Yeah, I know. I'm doing 10 minutes on stage. <laughs> see, doesn't that make you feel better though? Like he's on stage it doing 75 made, minutes. You only have to do 10. Yeah, in a way that makes me feel better. In a way it's like Oh my God! Look at this guy. What, how in the I will be nowhere near the performer that this man is, and I'm only doing ten minutes. Like I, I can't compare myself to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm not. I have to block that out of my head. Yes, because <laughs> I'm not going to be him. Uh, so I'll just do the best that I can. Yes, that's what I'll. Oh, do. you will do magnificently. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. it was. It was. But it was, it was fantastic. I mean, it, it was so good. It was so yes. good. Well, and, and speaking of Santas. Tomorrow, oh boy, of course, oh boy. one of the SantaCons happening here in Portland, Oregon. Now, if you don't know what SantaCon is, that is the basically a big drunken pub crawl with hundreds of people dressed up in Santa suits, <laughs> mm-hmm. including slutty Santas sometimes. There too. are some slutty Santas. Yeah, there are slutty Santas. But it's really fun. It's just not for. It's just uh, a pub crawl, but it's also just kind of celebrating the holiday spirit mm-hmm. and. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Like you don't mess with people. Like you don't fuck. No, with everybody's kids. in a good mood. Yeah, yeah. There's. It's not like any, there's no like fights or anything like that. I mean, there may be. There's always an asshole or two. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Or maybe people get too drunk. But usually, everybody's very nice. And it's just. It is a lot of fun. Man, it is going to be cold yeah. tomorrow, though. Yeah. Ooh, I'm looking forward to it. Indeed. It is my most comfortable day of the year. Because serious, all, I, all I wear is a giant, dirty Santa suit, and mm-hmm. that's it. No sucking in for the day. No doing anything. You, you look like crap, and don't have to worry about... That's your favorite to, part of it, isn't it? It is. You don't have to... You always bring that up when you talk about Santa I love Con. it. I don't have to worry about a goddamn thing. I just wear this giant, like, this giant Santa suit mm-hmm. and comfortable boots. You ever thought of going as slutty Santa? Have you ever seen me go as slutty anything? <laughs> no. Plus, it would be way too cold. <laughs> well, it would be. It will be very cold. You know me. Look at me. I barely show any skin ever. Yeah. <laughs> you can see like my neck and my face and my hands. That's pretty much all you can see of me until probably about June. Ah, uh, that's, that's this is that's very a fact. true. That is absolutely a fact. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I I think I will I will be there probably for part of it. I won't be there for all of it. Okay. Because uh, I do have some work to do. So I've got I've got to got to work on my. My speech. On your speech. My speech. And now i got to fix my truck, so that's going to be awesome. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's fun, though. I love I love Santa. I look forward to it every year. It is it is a lot of fun. I've I've been doing it same thing. I mean, years and years now, mm-hmm. and it's it's always it's always awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So somebody probably. posted a picture in the chat of some of the Santas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. If you're around town, and this happens in other cities as well, it'll be going on. So it's if you see a bunch of drunken Santas, that's probably what mm-hmm. it is. It's probably something along the lines of SantaCon yes. and some slutty Santas. <laughs> Greg's going to be – so if you see a little Santa f- chasing around slutty Santas, it might or might not be Greg. There will be a lot of us <laughs> it's that will be Greg. doing that. Yeah, that, that'll that'll happen to a lot of us. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm being assured that there will be some slutty Santas. Okay, good. Okay, good. Got to make sure that happens. Now I'm sounding a little creepy. You are sounding creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to get to some world of crazy so that we can get to Indeed. some science facts. Are they going to be Santa science facts? 
Uh, we could we do be? some Santa science facts. All right, maybe people should start putting them in the chat. Their questions for Santa okay. science. All right, let's questions do it. about Santa. We do Claus. have a little bit of ball talk. We got to get to too. Oh boy! All right, we'll I'll do a few stories. You do a few stories. Okay, we'll I'll do a few stories. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. So I'm writing back to somebody wanting to pick up a sweatshirt. Okay. I know. That's where a lot of them do. That's how we're yep. going to go, go, go. All right, Greg. Attention, Greg Nibbler. Yes. And every man out there. If you're a man and you're shopping for... I'm a man. You are. Sure. If you are a man out there... I'm a man. Oh, my God. Stop saying I'm a man. And you walk into Victoria's Secret to maybe buy something for your loved one or your favorite prostitute or whoever you'd like to buy Victoria's Secret garments for... Do you buy prostitutes? I think you buy prostitutes. Laundry? Laundry? I don't know. That like seems the like... high up ones. But that, like no, that's more like a like a, what was that? A mistress? You buy a mistress? Okay, that. you buy mistresses them. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you walk into Victoria's Secret and you're surrounded by bras and underwear and all sorts of lady garments, you probably end up feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Yep, I hate if going you walk in there. In there. I hate well, it. here's the thing. That's intentional. Turns out it has been leaked that Victoria's Secret employees are trained to capitalize on men's awkwardness when they go in trying to find something for their ladies. Like how? So Okay, so a former salesperson at Victoria's Secret said that she was specifically instructed to treat male and female customers differently. So the general feeling about the male customers is that they buy anything in order to get out of the store as quickly as possible. Therefore, what they do is pitch the most expensive products to the men. I will say the few times I've gone into a Victoria's Secret or someplace like that to buy something, yeah, I do not want to be in there and I don't want to be going through stuff. I just feel creepy and weird. Well, see, Victoria's Secret knows that and they say that the the employees actually fight over who gets the male customers because to meet their (laughs) quotas because the men ultimately end up spending more money because they just want to get the hell out of there. So, of course, uh, when dealing with women, women usually feel just fine uh, within the confines of the store. So employees assume they're more focused on value and tend to tell the women about special deals that they do not tell the men about. <laughs> but men, however, are most likely to just be only pitched the full-priced items because, of course, men are focused less on value and more on getting the hell out of there. Getting out of there. Yeah. yeah no. uh, often, the, if the former employee who was talking about this said that men would buy a couple of $50 bras without questioning us because they felt awkward, as opposed <laughs> to women who would just go in and buy a $7 pair of underwear. <laughs> yes. So, well, I mean, and, I, can you blame them? Yeah, in this sense, I mean, men were for, such great customers and are such great customers that salespeople fought over them like they were big bags of money. <laughs> 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 so there you go. It explains a lot. I'm just saying you're being taken advantage of if you were a man. Probably. And you know what? If it got me in and out of there quicker, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, another warning to men, really quick, a different one. Uh Gentlemen out there who smoke the marijuana, attention pot-smoking men. Pot-smoking men, beware. A new study is coming out saying that men who smoke marijuana have a greater chance of acquiring breasts. Marijuana leads to moobs, guys. Marijuana leads to moobs. There needs to be a campaign about this. Yes, a doctor uh, who has been questioned about this is warning now that marijuana use is behind the development of man boobs, known in the medical world as gynecomastia. Moobs. Moobs. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to say that gyne 
kill Mastia. I'm just gonna. I'm, that is now going to be replaced. Asterisk. That is replaced with moobs. Okay. Known to the medical world as moobs because of the drug's effect on hormone levels. So what it is is moobs are caused by a hormone imbalance between testosterone and estrogen. When the ratio between testosterone and estrogen tips in favor of estrogen, that can be caused due to marijuana use. The body responds by creating excessive breast tissue. Marijuana suppresses testosterone? I don't know. It says that it can decrease testosterone levels and when your body's trying to find that balance, it can therefore increase the estrogen levels, therefore leading to moobs. Wow. Mm-hmm. How do they... Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. That's, yeah, it's being noted in chat. Perhaps the, all the munchies, you know, all the eating might be more of a cause of it, but mm-hmm. uh, hey, this is science. You know, it you is gotta science. gotta believe it. It's technical. Yeah. It's technically science. Science. Mm-hmm. One well, final, we'll just uh, go right to this one. Uh-oh. What, it kind of made me laugh. <laughs> we have some weed-smoking buddies. There's like, I don't need to hear this shit. <laughs> I'm saying it's probably not you. It probably won't happen to you. You probably won't get man boobs. You should probably measure them, though, right now. You don't want to end up shopping at Victoria's Secret for yourself. And then having to buy the most expensive bra because you're uncomfortable. <laughs> All right. This one has to do with a crazy lady. When a woman who was the director of a Texas hospital found out that her radiologist husband was cheating on her with a fellow radiologist... She this appa- isn't going to end well, is it? No, it's fine. Uh, she apparently lost it telling the other woman that if she didn't stop seeing her husband, she would, quote, dislocate her vagina. What? I don't know what that means. 42-year-old Angela Seiler Fisher was the medical director of Ben Taub General Hospital in Houston, Texas. I'm so surprised this isn't in Florida. And a teacher at the Baylor College of Medicine, where her husband, Brandon, is a radiologist. Now, this past weekend, Angela Seiler Fisher apparently found out that husband Brandon had been cheating on her with a co-worker, radiologist Marcel Mallory. Ooh, she sounds slutty. Yeah, she does. Marcel Mallory. Go buy Brandon was cheating Marcel. on Angela with is Marcel. There is there a picture? Of- I don't see a picture, but you can do it. So according to the complaint, Brandon called Marcel Mal- uh, Mallory to warn her. Marcel Mallory, being the trollop that she is, was scared. So she left her house, taking her children along with her. Well, at some point... Angela Seiler Fisher called Marcel Mallory, telling her that she was going to, quote, beat her fucking ass whore and, quote, oh. dislocate her vagina. Beat her ass? A- wait, it, say it, that There again? is no punctuation in this. It says she was, quote, going to beat her fucking ass whore. Is ass there ass whore? Sore? Ass whore. Ass whore, whore. ass sore. No, ass whore. Okay. All right. Then according to she security she's footage. she's a grown-ass woman? Yeah, she's a grown-ass woman. Then, according to security footage, Angela Seiler Fisher kicked in the doggy door at Marcel Mallory's house and broke inside. Once inside, of course, she had Marcel Mallory's phone number. She texted Marcel Mallory a photograph of her bedroom and wrote whore and homemaker on the woman's bathroom mirror in red lipstick. Homemaker or homewrecker? Homewrecker. Okay. Homewrecker. She wrote whore and homewrecker. Inside of, uh, on the woman's bathroom mirror and red lipstick, then took pictures of it. Wow. Uh, so Siler, Angela Siler Fisher also left condoms strewn all over the house. Wasn't that just encouraging it? I don't know. If she's leaving condoms all around, it's like, oh yeah, well, I'll just be safe. <laughs> that, that doesn't seem like that's, that's meant to discourage the, uh, the activity. Well, Angela Siler Fisher is now in trouble and no word on whether or not the marriage will sustain... 
this tragic affair. Ass whore. Ass whore. Is she implying something gonna else? Gonna beat your fucking ass whore. <laughs> when, is, is she implying that perhaps the mistress is providing services she does not? I don't know. Oh, mm, I didn't even think about that. Some people have their things. I'm just saying. All right. Well, that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Do we have to? Yes. Because, Sarah, I need to continue on with my predictions. And many other things happening in the world of sports. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, real quick, just to get this out of the way, it's a big day in the world of sports in Seattle. Sports. Sports in Seattle for two reasons. One, so the Washington Huskies had their head coach, Steve Sarkeesian, hired away, uh, hired away by USC. Okay. But now Washington has done a coup of their own. They've inflicted damage on another school, and that is Boise State by hiring away their coach, Chris Peterson. Now, Chris Peterson, I'll just explain this so that if you hear people freaking out if they're Huskies fans, uh, Chris Peterson's... Longtime coach of Boise State. Every school, uh, many schools in the country have tried to hire him away from there. Because okay. he's very good. Um, but he was refused to go all the time. Washington is finally the team that got him to go. So there is heartbreak in the state of Idaho today. Oh, boy. I believe it's probably sad times in Boise right sure. now. Sure. Sad times. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, so that happened. And then also, the Seattle Mariners signed Robinson Cano. So Robinson Cano used to be with the Yankees. Now is signing with... The Seattle Mariners, and this is partially, well, it's a big deal for a couple of reasons. One, he got a 10-year, $240 million contract, which I believe is the third largest ever in uh, in Major League Baseball. And also, he is Jay-Z's big star client. So if you remember, Jay-Z went into the world and got his, went into the world of, of sports agents, yeah. got his license for it, <gasps> I forgot that's why he, he let go of the Brooklyn Nets, right? Yeah, he because, had to, he had to yeah. sell off his par- portion of the Brooklyn Nets because he couldn't be an agent and an owner, I guess, or something like that. So he is now a sports agent. This was his big client, and he got the guy a 10-year, $240 million deal. Wow. So I guess, uh, I guess it's a big day for Jay-Z. I suppose so. I don't know what he gets out of that. Probably gets at least 10, 15% of that, I'm sure. So he just made himself a lot of money too. Yes, because he's so been Robinson struggling. Cano, yes, he's the poor Jay Z. Just the rough, rough go of it. That guy, rough go of it. I'm sure it's very difficult for him. So uh, Robinson Cano now signed with Seattle Mariners. So there you go. That's the big news out of Seattle. Moving on in ball talk, we've got this one more thing of uh, college football because this is the rumor that's happening right now. Okay, right, right now, second. Sarah. Right the second. Attention, state of Alabama. Your king. And master Nick Saban, who's the head coach of the University of Alabama, the guy the guy is a ruler in that state. There's nothing he could com- probably commit about any crime he wanted to in the state of Alabama. Murder, probably. Double murder, probably. Oh man, I would guess. I would guess. I'm not saying he is a murderer because I don't believe him to be. But I mean, he could be, and but we don't if he know. Did, because I could see the state of Alabama covering that up. Okay, that's how big he is there. However. It's being reported right now that he is very close to signing with the University of Texas to leave Alabama. Leave Alabama and go to Texas for a crap load of cash. All right. A lot of cash. It's a big deal. College football. There we go. Um, moving on in ball talk. Sarah? Yes. It's just been announced. Okay. There is a movie that's going to be made 
Starring an NBA player. And I want do you, do you think you can guess who the uh, NBA player is that's making his foray into acting? Blake Griffin. Nope. That's a good guess though. He mm-hmm. probably he might do all right. This is something else. Uh, not Kobe Bryant, right? Not Kobe. Somebody that big? Yes. Someone of that level, of that stature. Perhaps the best player in the NBA right now. Oh, LeBron. LeBron James. Oh boy. Has been announced is going to co-star with Kevin Hart in a movie called Ballers. It's it hilarious because there's such different heights. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's, there's going to be a, so lot, so a lot of short and tall jokes. Oh, boy. I'm assuming will ensue. And also, it's a basketball comedy being created for Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment. So uh, that, is, that is the most that's been revealed so far about it. But I'm sure it's just going to be a uh, it's just going to be a, a blockbuster. Mm, a I'll blockbuster go see movie. it because <laughs> I did see his acting in that Lifetime movie. Or what? That wasn't him, was that him? LeBron James. He wasn't in a Lifetime movie. Who was in the Lifetime movie? Rick Fox probably was. No, remember where it was with Jenny Garth? Oh no, that was uh, Metal World Peace. Oh, that was Ron Artest. I would take Ron Artest acting over LeBron James. I want to see Ron Artest act in everything. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I agree with that. I will do that too. So LeBron James, yes, starring in Ballers. With Kevin Hart. Yeah. All right, finally, does it have involved, a Z? I hope so. It does it in this. It only okay. has an S on that. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. Okay, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that one. Um, all right, finally, in Baltic, I do need to make my predictions for this weekend because it is uh, technically the last weekend in the regular season of college football because they have all of the uh, championship games that are going to be going on. So, Sarah. <clears throat> Make some predictions. Okay. First up, the interstate rivalry: Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State number seventeen, or Oklahoma Oklahoma number seventeen, Oklahoma State number six. It's at Oklahoma State. They're doing really well for themselves. However, not so fast this weekend. Oklahoma will beat Oklahoma State this weekend. Okay. That's prediction number one. Prediction number two: Ohio State versus number ten Michigan State. This has national championship implications. Big game. Michigan State will beat Ohio State. All right. This weekend. And finally in ball talk. We've got this one. Uh, Number 25, Texas at number nine, Baylor. Baylor doing really good for themselves. However, not so fast this weekend. Texas. It's all upset city, baby. Oh, wow. Are you trying to call it? Is that the phrase you're trying to coin? (laughs) No. Upset city? Yeah. Upset city is what I've been trying trying to coin for a while. I tried to add on the baby. On the end of it. I don't know if that works, so it felt wrong when I did it. It doesn't. It didn't work. It felt wrong when I heard it. Welcome to Upset City. Oklahoma State, Texas, and Michigan State all winning this weekend. It's Upset City time. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, wow. Upset City. Okay. Yeah, I think I I could coin that. I think that could be my new thing. Hashtag Upset City. All right, we'll try. All right, right, well, uh, let's take a break. Let's get the questions for Dr. Science. Uh, so if go to the chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Go ahead and enter in your questions there, and we will be back in just a few minutes with Dr. Science right here on Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, just a second here. We're back. Gross. Greg is gone. Dr. Science has entered the room. Got to do a little science stretches here. Gotta stretch it out. Get the brain juices flowing. 
Get the viscous science. Don't say viscous. For some reason, that's a horrible. That's a horrible word to come out of your mouth. Now squeeze it up into the brain sponge and soak it in. And soon, I'm going to squeeze that sponge and expunge mm-hmm. that science. Expunge that science fluid all over everyone's ears right now. Gather your children around. It's time for a little re-education with Doctor Science. All right. First question comes from Tony, and Tony yeah. writes, "Dear Doctor Science." Uh oh, here wait a second. Oh, sorry, I had them in the wrong order. All right, here we go. First question's from Norm. Norm writes, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! How does Santa eat and drink all of the cookies and milk that are left out for him? <laughs> how does Santa eat and drink all of the cookies and milk that are left out for him? All right, how does Santa eat all of the cookies and milk that are left out to him? Well, to do this, we of course must go along the belief that Santa is. In fact, a northern elf, a scourge of society, committing burglary and trespassing all over the world. One of the main things that people do to encourage this is, of course, feed the beast by leaving cookies and milk out for him. But here's the thing. Santa, God bless his cold black elfin heart, has a problem. That problem is those cookies and milk. When he when he sees those, that's why he comes in there. But here's the thing: he, you know, he in every depiction, he's a very large man. But even <laughs> a man of his stature and size can't hold that many cookies and milk. What's the other common thing that you see with Santa in any depiction of him? What is he carrying with him? It's his bag of toys. His bag of toys, or so you think. How many people actually look inside that bag? What's well, actually in that bag is Santa's vomit. Santa, in fact, can't, will force feed himself, much like an animal, to the point where he can't hold anymore and ends up throwing it back up. So he does this in his bag to try to cover the tracks. So he'll keep shoving it in and then it has to come back out again. And then he'll keep on eating. He's like a goldfish. He'll, he'll eat till he pops, but his body like forces it out. So be careful when you're opening up your presents. Because if you take a quick look around the edges, you may in fact see Remnants of a chocolate chip cookie from somewhere that Santa's eaten because he's throwing up all over the presents. Wow. Are we just doing the one Santa one for today? Would you want to do the other one? Sure. Okay. All right, and finally, and then we have to skedaddle. Second one is. This one's from Tony. And Tony writes Dear Dr. Science. Yes! Dr. Science, what is the best way to stay warm at SantaCon? Dr. Science, what yes! is the best... Oh, God. What is the best way to stay warm at SantaCon? The best way to stay warm at SantaCon. Well, we need to talk about this. So, SantaCon, of course, you're going to be outside a lot. And you'll be walking in the cold, in and out of the hot and cold. But we need to take a look at the science of the body and how we keep it warm. How do we keep warm? Well, we keep things flowing. Keep things flowing on the inside, and that brings the warmth to our body. Now, the best way to do this is a scientific theory that I, myself, Dr. Science, have developed Mm -hmm. because of my extensive research of the physical body. And that is this. It's a concept called rapid reload. Now, rapid reload is a system in which while you're consuming beverages, perhaps alcohol, you're also expunging the beverages at the same time. So the and which keeps the flow going through the body. And keeps the blood pumping. So as you're drinking, 
your beer, the best optimal time to do that is also when you're releasing things from your body. So when you stand there at the urinal or you're peeing on the side, you're, you're peeing letting... in public. <laughs> or peeing in public. You're letting things out. But you need to make sure to be putting something in at the same time. And that's the best way to keep warm is keep that flow going, never-ending chain. It's the circle of And that's what will keep your body warm. Rapid reload. There we go. Dr. Science has helped you with your... Yes! Ah! Damn it. Santa facts. Oh, lovely. We just helped out the children all over the world. Yes, I'm sure that everybody's going to want their children to Little children to all over the world learning yeah. from Dr. Science. Uh, all right. Yeah, I know we need to get out of here uh, because we've got some people coming in to pick up their sweatshirts. So uh, for just for you guys who did order sweatshirts for that pre-sale we had, they're going to start shipping out um, today through the weekend, next week. So mm. you'll be getting those very soon. If you are here in town, please write us and we'll arrange for you to come here to the studio and pick them up. Yes. I know we've got some people coming in here pretty quick. So uh, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call 503-575-9120. Do not forget... To stop by Asylum on Hawthorne this weekend. Asylum mm-hmm. on 37th and Hawthorne. And uh, go there. Check out everything they have to offer. They're going to have a live mannequin, a living mannequin. Yep, 3 to window. 6 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, a DJ. It's going to be really, really cool. So 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Asylum. Very, very, very great place. Mm-hmm. Go there. Check it out. Yep. Um, oh, boy. Busy weekend. And then come Monday, new show. And it's Greg's. Back fence day. Oh, man. I've got so much work to do on that this weekend. Oh, I didn't need to see the stage. I almost wish I hadn't. I almost wish I hadn't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big thank you to Judah Friedlander. Yes. Coming in. Don't forget, you can see him tonight and tomorrow night. This is Friday, December 6th, Saturday, December 7th, 7.30 and 10 p.m. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Go see Judah. He is awesome. Yes. He's very, very Very, cool. Very, very cool. Yep. And very funny man. Awesome. Very funny man. There we go. All right, Sarah's ushering me out. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.